That is really important to understand that a quality assurance manager is not someone that is just doing manual tests and so on. It's really about understanding how software is working properly in, in, yeah. in web applications, in, in, the, in the area of all the apps and so on. It's, it's about really to, to having a look under the hood, I would say, under the umbrella. What, what, how are things working? How things are connected? What could be possibly go wrong? Project A Podcast. Welcome to the new episode of the Project A Podcast. My name is Tamara Tavari. I'm CPO of Project A Ventures and also taking care of the QA department. And today I have a very special guest with me, Florian Poisner. Hi, Florian. Hi, Tamara. Thanks for having me. Hi. Um, the big topic that we want to discuss today is do we really need QA? Is it still relevant nowadays? hasn't raised the software quality and if we come to the conclusion that we need QA, how can we implement that one? But before we're going to start, Florian, why are you sitting here? I mean, you're a CTO? Yeah, I'm a CTO working in Berlin. And uh, yeah, why, why is QA really relevant for me? Uh, good question. Um, I think if you are dealing with software, you always have to take care that everything is running smoothly, I would say. Um, it started 2009 where I was working in Stuttgart in a big agency and um, it was by, by coincidence to work for a department called test management and in 2009 you had to deal with a lot of websites and uh, making sure that uh, the system is running and the happy paths are working, the customer is able to do the checkout <laughs> and um, yeah we were at the, at the department and um, It was quite hard sometimes because the developer always was thinking, ah, there's a quality assurance team that is really guaranteeing that everything is running. Um, so we had to deal with um, a lot of stuff that is coming quite early before the, develop uh, the de deployment, um, especially on Friday afternoons. Yeah, um, And we have to deal with, with all the, the tests. And sometimes you hear um, sentences like, um, oh, I already, I already tested everything. So you just have to check again, uh, maybe just uh, executing the request. And if you find a test in the, in the response, everything is running smoothly. Um, and that was an interesting situation because it's not all about the happy pass. It's not all about the feature, how the developer is um, understanding how it should work. Um, it's, it's really more than that. And uh, since then, yeah, I'm, I'm quite a, um, a fan of, of quality assurance, how things can be improved, how things can be automated. And yeah. I totally can relate to that, what you're saying. I mean, when um, I did my first bigger high scale e-commerce project, I had this kind of funny game with the founder of the company um, to call him before he calls me <laughs> when the system is down. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we prepared quite well with monitoring tools and made sure that we knew yeah. about yeah. problems. But I really can't count how many situations we had where we said like, oh yeah, my God, everyone's going crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Site is down. Yeah. We're really losing money. big amount yeah. of money. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And we at that point at least we didn't have qa yeah. later we had qa <laughs> yeah some other problems appeared but yeah. uh, generally speaking um this was quite um an emotional kind yeah. of work yeah. Yeah. i think it changed nowadays a little bit more yeah i mean when you're running these things today 
tools are better software probably is gonna increase in the yeah, quality yeah. especially even using so frameworks this, yeah. And, yeah, yeah so this kind of like issues and problems that i had in the past yeah. it's like not existing anymore yeah or at least they are different i would say yeah. or at least not <laughs> visible yeah maybe not visible yeah. not so obvious yeah yeah um but I mean, let's first of all clarify a little bit what QA is doing. What happens in a QA department? Yeah, there are, there are really a lot of topics. Um, and it's not all about manual testing that happens quite often just at the end. Um, it, it's really more than that. So, of course, there are different types like um, front-end tests where you can also use tools like Selenium and others to, to automate things. There are the classical unit tests. Um, normally, the developer is somehow responsible for that. Um, you have performance tests to make sure that um, the site is really fast. Um, you have um, yeah, load tests to make sure that also when there's a newsletter, for example, that the system is still running. Um, there is always this nice example when doing TV spots that um, the site is, uh, site is maybe going down. So you have to prepare a little, uh, a little bit. Um, but um, to be honest, um, the expectations are also high when, when it comes to TV spots. So it's mm -hmm. not always about um, we have to deal with 20,000 of users. Um, there are different, really, really different uh, kind of tests. And one thing that is really important that is normally not in most uh, minds, I would say, is, is security. Making sure, that especially if you have, are dealing with um, data of, of your customers, that everything is really encrypted, safe. Um, so yeah, a lot of topics where um, a quality assurance manager have to deal with. I think as well that there's the bandwidth is um, way more expanded than we had it in the past. I tried to you know like structure this one down, and in the end, I came to three to four kind of major buckets where I would put the different types yeah. of tests in there. Yeah. I think it starts with like functional testing, uh -huh. making sure that the software behaves as expected, yeah. not breaking, not yeah. leading to any big big topics. But I also see a big trend of considering the user experience more in part of QA yeah. in terms Especially, of performance yeah. testing, yeah. accessibility testing. Yeah, using different devices and everything. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, but also this area where it's about edge cases. I mean, you mentioned um, security testing. Yeah. Like yeah. low testing. Yeah, there, there are some, people some they, kind they of really like want to break the the break to exactly. the software uh, application. And uh, I think the last one or the last area that is quite important is to ensure that um, tracking and all the data retrieval is going to be handled correctly. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. yeah, whatever happens, the tech manager Absolutely. events yeah. are yeah. going to be fired. Yeah. If all like pixels are running running well. Yeah. Yeah, I guess nowadays it's quite hard to, to reach customers sometimes. So marketing is something uh, so important right now. In 2009, maybe it was not. I don't know. Um, it, I think it was still important, but nowadays it's really important. So everything has to run. Um, you, you have to gather all the data um, to, to find the right product for the customer and so on. So it's not everything that you are seeing as a customer. It's all um, also so parts in the, in the background, I would say. Yeah, I mean, this is also where it like then gets complicated. Yeah. I see that um, the rise of microservices, uh, API testing, yeah. um, uh, system integration testings, yeah. where you have you know, like going beyond yeah. just like what happens in your, let's say, 
uh, software scope or goes into ERP systems, into accounting and these kind of things, um, which is also like like a huge complex topic. It, it is complex and it can't be done for just, just having uh, crowd testing services and so on. So people are always thinking about, okay, there's this release, we have a bunch of features right now and we are just sending 50 people to have a look on this uh, stage of deployment before it co comes to a deployment. Um, but it's really making sure that all the processes in the background are also running and making sure that the package gets delivered to the customer, that the payment is working and so on. Are, are you against crowd testing or do you well, think... Um I think if you are really dealing with a big project, so you have a big release and it happens maybe just once a month, once a quarter and so on, um, you can maybe use it. Yeah, why not? Because it's also that if, if you have a lot of people that are testing your software, you get a lot of um, results, um, not all about bugs that they have found, also about accessibility and that maybe they, they didn't find the right button to go to the next um, stage of, of the checkout and so on. So when it comes to really um, getting user experience, user results from the user, it's, it's really helpful. Um, it's, it's, it's nice. And you are also paying maybe just um, regarding what they have found. So it's maybe also cheap, let's see. Um, but um, especially if you have to deal with microservices and uh, software projects that are deployed quite often, multiple times a day, you can't achieve that. It's, it's, it's impossible. So you have to think about how can things be automated? How can testing be part of our software de development process? Um, how can it be part uh, already of uh, when it comes to the requirements? Uh, making sure that you're not only dealing, dealing with the, the happy path and also dealing already with the edge cases maybe. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, like crowd testing is definitely something that, that absolutely helps, but I think it's probably more on the usability side and also yeah. like making sure that there's no super edge cases that doesn't work out. And I know it from the classical like user research of prototyping testing, like where people think they can click, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. sometimes <laughs> this leads to strange yeah, behavior. Yeah, yeah. So it's like really good. It, this is yeah. like sometimes a thing that a QA manager was not able to test or at least like yeah. for CM. and they it's can, something additional but, maybe you know like yeah. Yeah. we've been talking about all these topics that yeah. they can cover um i mean if if i take this topics that we have and it's quite a lot and you could probably can keep a lot of people with us that one yeah what is your experience of you know like having do we have an army of people in a developer team that you know like covers that one what, uh, what is your experience yeah, like how how yeah. do how many people do we have then? Do you have a problem? You know, like when your CDO said like, okay, guys, we definitely need some QA people yeah. to get the budget for that. Yeah. Um, it's all about translation when it comes to management and so on. So you, you have to make sure that everyone is understanding what, what it's about. What, what is testing? What does it mean? Um, how how um, cheap it is maybe um, uh, to, to find a bug uh, quite early. Uh, when you have to deal with bugs and your, your system is not running uh, anymore. Mm -hmm and uh, the customer is not able to purchase, mm -hmm. you will lose a lot of money. So it's, um, of course, uh, a benefit to look for um, quality assurance at the, at the beginning when it comes to requirements and so on. So it's all about translation and making sure that uh, also the, the managers are having the same understanding about quality and so on, and how things can be integrated into the, uh, in the team. It's not about having a quality assurance manager that takes care of everything. And once we have this guy, we can do just our jobs. Um, it is a change management that has to happen 
software developers have to take care of the piece of code what they are delivering. Um, we need systems that are supporting us to not waste time. So there's really a bunch of things that you have to take care about. What is from your experience the worst setup, the rookie problem when you think I need a QA, you hire one, you put it in place? The worst scenario. What can you do totally wrong and what do most people do wrong in your experience? I think when going back to 2009, 2010, where I was working for this agency. Exactly. What was, was your major yeah, mistake? It was, 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 <laughs> you, there was not uh, agility and so on. It was not Jira. So you, you had this uh, big document with all the features described. And there was the milestone plan where you have to reach all the milestones and you um, developed and uh, did a lot of stuff and there was these always these two weeks at the end that were completely reserved for QA. And um, QA was of course aware of that, that there's a time they can have a look on the feature complete website. Um, but from my experience, um, you will never reach that point. When you have a deadline, everyone is so busy and everything is um, not working properly at the end. So there's a lot of pressure. Mm -hmm. The first thing how you can really get some time is just using the time that Quality Assurance had to develop this feature, uh, to finish this feature from the development team. And then you have to deal with just two days, making sure everything is okay before it comes to the development, uh, deployment. And this is something that is a diverse experience that you can have. And that's why I think it's super important that when it comes to requirements, um, that test management, quality assurance management is already involved when it comes to the planning of features, how things should look like, work like, how the architecture should be to prepare different systems like a staging system, a continuous integration system where features are merged. There's a lot of that. Mm -hmm. Reminds me a little bit of like the first move that I saw in terms of QA, probably also like some mistakes that I did in organizing this one. <laughs> <laughs> it's been quite some years ago, so I think I can talk about it. Mm. It was already an adult development, so yeah, it's not, yeah. you know, like this waterfall kind yeah. of thing, but True. Yeah. it happened that we said like, yeah, we need to have like a QA person, someone who's going to test the feature. Yeah. And then we hired one and um, in the end we set up, I think it was already Jira. Uh, set up a swim lane there, said like QA, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, yeah. um, or ready for QA, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and had this person say like, okay, whenever there's a ticket <laughs> coming into the swim yeah, lane, you're going to yeah, test it, yeah. and if it's okay, you're going to like tell the yeah. developer it's going to happen. Yeah. And uh, if this would not be bad enough, um, especially because it was like platform creation project, yeah. we had the situation that there was no real test environment. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Where, where, should, like, where can I test it? It's yeah, like... Yeah. Yeah, it's on the developer's machine. Mm. Okay, is it the real environment with the problem? No, not really. You're like, you're yeah, ending yeah. up with this one, yeah, then you yeah. build your first staging environment, Absolutely. and then you figure out, yeah. oh, it's only one staging environment. What do I do with all these kind of other features how, that I have? How do I get real data yeah. to test all this stuff? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And I think you mentioned one thing I think is very important to, to, to also avoid a lot of other problems yeah. that comes with this approach is to integrate QA already in the creation process of yeah. the tickets or requirements mm -hmm. because typically when you're creating products your first go-to thought is probably not to say how can I test that yeah. yeah for many features it's easy if it's you starting about like more process oriented stuff more complex stuff it can get really really hard I mean yeah. like yeah. how can you execute a payment yeah. if 
there is no sandbox for the payment provider. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a problem. So you definitely should fight for that one. Yeah. And um, also think that, I mean, like we did it like differently there back in the days. And it was, I came up with the situation in the end that I have like one time I had this like great QA person, mm-hmm, like doing mm-hmm. a tremendous job. Mm-hmm. And over time I recognized that the amount of I called it like back in the days ping pong like <laughs> yeah, this yeah, yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. ticket assignment yeah, back and forth from yeah. QA yeah. Lane to, to, yeah, yeah. to development back and forth just like raced over time yeah. why because the developer in the end said like okay there's a QA yeah. person I'm gonna mm-hmm. send it over yeah, it's gonna be yeah, fine yeah. Um, do you know that one as well or yeah, is it something yeah, abso- that, that absolutely sounds like yeah especially if you have someone that is somehow responsible for quality and this is something that really has to be discussed um uh, you had always get this feeling, okay, I'm just a developer, I know my specifications, I'm just dealing with the heavy path, and that's it. So we have someone that is responsible yeah. for the quality assurance, yeah. he makes sure that everything is running fine, and if not, I will get my be- uh, ticket back to, 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 my, to my to-do list, and I will work on, on the stuff that he has mentioned. And I think it, it is, is, is somehow really important to be part of the requirements engineering somehow to make sure that also the developer has the specification which devices should be tested. Should I really guarantee that everything is running on all these browsers or not? And um, this is something that is really important and helps yeah. to deliver good quality before it comes to the quality assurance, before it comes to the manual testing. Absolutely. I mean, it reminds me of something that I heard not long ago from, I think it was a director of Blinkist who said, and I think it's like bringing it really to the point, says like QA is not responsible for the quality of the software. Yeah. He is accountable yeah. for the yeah, quality I of the software. Agree. And I think this yeah. is exactly how you can imagine um, also driving the culture in the right direction to ensure that you can you know, like do all this kind of testing that we talked in the beginning. You probably don't hire a QA person yeah. that can do Security testing, low testing, impossible. accessibility it's really testing. Like, this is probably yeah. not going to happen. It's just right? about managing and doing the right things. Yeah. Getting the KPIs, the reports, how things yeah. are evolving about the, all the time. And uh, really guaranteeing that um, and if you are hiring an agency that is dealing with a security test, test, it's totally fine. You can't really deal with all the topics as an expert. It's, it's really impossible. But you have to at least have everything in your mind, what is possible, what should be tested, and should always have um, a priority of things that should be tested first. It's, it doesn't make sense to have a 100% test coverage, um, having a great product at the end. This is really wasting time. If you're not dealing with the medical industry and the flight industry and so on, it's not necessary to, to, to test everything. Um, and that's why you need really a dedicated person that takes care of all these topics, making sure that you are having the right priority and uh, getting a good product at the end. Absolutely. And I think this this kind of mindset shift of seeing that a QA person is accountable, which also my point of view means that he should should fight for creating the right structure, make yeah. sure that there's, you know, like test environments, push the people to, you yeah. know, like do it in the right Absolutely. way. Absolutely. He's neutral, making sure he's, he he's needs not, to be neutral, which yeah. is like I think we can talk about this yeah, one, like true. how to bypass QA. <laughs> yeah. Where's QA? But <laughs> also to get away from this situation that people don't care about Yeah the yeah. quality of the software mm. anymore and just like wait till it's gonna block in in, in QA. Yeah. I mean like uh, this also brings me to 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 an KPI that I just like um, that we that we analyzed uh, some times ago and just like ask the QA person say like okay how many how many tickets mm. are bouncing mm. in QA mm-hmm. 
and they said it's around about like 40 percent of yeah. the tickets yeah. that 40, definitely not yeah. pass qa yeah. and in the first step i was like oh my god 40, 50 percent <laughs> yeah and of course you think about it say like okay it's mm. i mean not every bug is a critical bug so True. you probably can deploy True. something without that one yeah but uh, I'm not sure about the exact numbers, but you know, like let's say it's only 10% of these yeah. 40, 40 percent. You like that, yeah. that that are critical bugs. Yeah. This is something that really says like, okay, we need this person, right? Absolutely. Or, or is Absolutely. it you know like that that these numbers are so low that you uh, so high that you say, what the fuck? Yeah, it, it, people it, are doing it, there. It really depends. If you if yeah. you have um, normal customers having or sitting at home having a good Wi-Fi, for example, maybe they are not experiencing something bad. Um, it's about maybe customers that are dealing with a mobile device and not having a, a good bandwidth, I would say. So you, you have at least to, to find out, is, is really your, your performance good? Is everything optimized for their mobile experience? Is the accessibility good? If you have to deal with apps, you have to make sure that apps can't be deployed every day. Uh, so it's a completely different process. You can think about, okay, maybe you want to be part of a smart speaker. So the quality assurance process is also completely different. And this is something, yeah, it's, exactly. Uh, yeah, it's a fun thing because this more or less brings the QA person away from a cost center yeah. to a, you know, not call it profit center, but uh, yeah. something at least that's revenue, revenue relevant. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I can't count the situations where we had a look into, into the ventures and it's like um, looking for some opportunities to, to improve some things. Mm. And one of my first go to things always performance testing. Yeah webpagetest.org, Lighthouse yeah. testing, yeah. just run it through. And then you see like, yeah. okay, oh my God, they load 12 megabytes of images yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. on the homepage. And it's so easy to and test. Exactly. It's, yeah. it's just like takes a couple yeah, of minutes. Absolutely. It probably yeah. takes an hour or two yeah. to read through. Absolutely, yeah. Like, am I looking to time to first byte? I'm looking sure. for yeah. page loaded yeah. or first meaningful byte. In the yeah. end, yeah. like at least my go-to solution is, you know, like to, to look into the speed index, which is yeah. like the perceived But it's totally worth it. Yeah. But, you know, like it takes you so few to say like, okay, this is something totally yeah. wrong. Yeah. And, 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 and in most cases, it's yes. really about the, the low hanging fruits, I would say. There are Absolutely. things that can be improved when it comes to performance, like using caching and so on, dealing with static websites, for example, or at least parts of the websites that are static. Um, so it, it's really about, yeah, having a look, what is really the issue and then just deal with it. And someone has to take care of that, take care of um, what you have mm. to test. Yeah. I think it's more or less also the development that we see that we, mm. um, I mean, we've talked about the uh, the early days, yeah. let's say, <laughs> yeah. where the QA bugs yeah. or QA problems mm. or software bugs are not, they are under the surface. Yeah. They're not on the surface. Like yeah. you, you probably see that everything's somehow okay-ish, but you don't know exactly where to improve. Yeah. And this yeah. is also where I think that QA makes makes a difference then, yeah. because they are, if they are not bypassed, yeah, um, you are not able to deploy. <laughs> you are not able to deploy. Mm, yeah. How do you avoid bypassing QA? I mean, like I've been in this situation a couple yeah. of times where like the inner fight of, I mean, come on, deployment yeah. windows yeah. closing. Yeah. Let's let's talk to the QA person if you can't just like bypass this one, like push it through. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I think at the end, everyone is, is uh, wanting to, to have a great product at the end. So it, it's, exactly, it's yeah. uh, of course, uh, no one wants to avoid to, that the feature is going live if it's fine. Um, but uh, yeah. if you're really having to, to deal with problems, issues, critical issues, so customer are not able to buy anything, you are losing money and so on, um, there should be 
the responsibility is uh, somehow in a quality assurance to make sure that um, everything that is or, or will be de deployed is really running. Running like expected, I would say. Exactly. Yeah? This kind of business perspective in the yeah. mindset of the QA person is like super relevant. Absolutely. Because, you know, like if you are, I mean, let's be honest, there are situations where you need to deploy something and it's not the perfect time. It's not right. enough testing. And there is, yeah. you know, like yeah. you have these situations. Yeah. And having someone who is able to, you know, like validate if this is critical enough yeah. or if he's just yeah. like fighting his ego and protecting <laughs> his process to the yeah. end. Yeah. Um, is something that is also very important. Like, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not saying that you, sh that you should never bypass no, QA. No, no. You should always give them enough room to do that one. Yeah. And I typically tell all my, 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 the QA people that I work with, so like, guys, I know we're going to work on this project. I know there's going to be the situation, but, you know, like, fight for your process. QA is your accountability. Make sure that mm -hmm. even be just because, you know, yeah. like, typically you don't have a, CQO or like the yeah. chief yeah. quality yeah. assurance yeah. officer, yeah. at least True. not not another like digital products in, mm -hmm. in this kind of word. Mm -hmm. So typically there is a CTO, a CPO, however you call them, a yeah. CEO, yeah. and then the QA person is a little bit like lower in the organization, right? It, and you don't want to, yeah. you know, I mean, like like by definition, yeah. You can overrule them, but you need to protect yourself also from doing these mistakes. Yeah, absolutely. And we can really discuss if quality assurance should be part of IT or product development or product management. It's, it's not easy to decide. What, what do you think? Well, it's, it's a tough question. Um, there's, at least you have to make sure he's as neutral as possible, of course. Yeah. Um, he's responsible for, for quality in the processes of quality, um, saying if um, there's a bug or not, if it's critical or not. Um, in, 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 in the best case, I would say it's not part of IT and even also not part of product yeah, management. That's, that's right. But that's really hard to deal with because who is really responsible then for quality assurance? Is it the CEO that has normally not so uh, mm -hmm. many time, so much time? Um, it's yeah, I, I have seen it uh, in, in the last couple or in, uh, yeah, in the last companies where it was part of the IT because mm -hmm. there's the CTO that has at least uh, an understanding how um, tests that are running automatically are working. And so, I mean, yeah, our approach right now is, I mean, we don't have this kind of dedicated um, like we also have the situation yeah, yeah, where yeah, we yeah, have yeah. like like yeah. either under under the umbrella of mm. uh, the technical side or mm. on the product side. Mm -hmm. And we put it under the umbrella of the product side yeah. with a very, very, very strong connection to the IT team. Yeah. Like, um, you know, um, having this kind of like events where they just like go to, yeah. like they're more integrated, like they feel yeah, more course. like like being yeah. a part of the IT team, but they're under the yeah. umbrella of product. Why? In order to just like to get the QA person out of this technical readiness of a feature mm -hmm. and bring it to the sides where um, accessibility, user centricity yeah. and where, where also the, the, the requirements. Yeah? Exactly. No, yeah, and yeah, like yeah. integrating them more in the requirements. Yeah. And I even like had situations where I say like, oh, oh my God, I mean, you know this as a product manager probably, yeah. and you've seen probably product managers who are a little bit overwhelmed with current products, like yeah. the situation and say like, okay. Um, and then like we had such a good relationship between QA and product that QA person helped out to write the specifications. Yeah. Or yeah. just like worked on the yeah. product side just because, yeah. you know, like, okay, yeah. there's nothing to test. Yeah. Why? Because the input is yeah, not there. It's working normally. Yeah. Rather yeah. than just like sit yeah. there, wait, say like, okay, yeah. why can't you just like help me with yeah. this one? And this was perfect because then in the end we had this 
full integration of yeah. this one and yeah. you know what to test it yeah. makes the process faster like really helped out yeah and that, that is really important to understand that a quality assurance manager is not someone that is just doing manual tests and so on. It's really about understanding how software is working properly in, in, yeah. in web applications, in, in, the, in the area of all the apps and so on. It's, it's about really to, to having a look under the hood, I would say, under the umbrella. What, what, how are things working? How things are connected? What could be possibly go wrong? Um, making sure that connections to the ERP system and other logistic systems and so on uh, is really working. Mm -hmm. um, so it's not all about um, we have a working student that is doing just a manual test and everything is fine. Um, ju just for clarification and I think yeah being part of the product management can really work out um, because you are already involved at the beginning making sure that you are really writing down what is necessary to develop and, um, but when it comes to responsibility and so on, I would say, yeah, mm, um, it would be perfect to have a, the, his own department under the management. Um, but it's, it's sometimes, of course, quite, quite hard to, to reach that point. Exactly. Yeah. What, I mean, you mentioned also something, something that I'm facing quite a lot, yeah. is that QA is not put under the umbrella of product management, but yeah. rather the product management is QA. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, like I'm, I'm a product manager by heart. Yeah. Like typically, when I when I see the situation, I'm gonna ask the people like, okay, mm. um, when was the last time that you tested a feature? Yeah, and then I'm gonna ask them when was the last time that you talked to a customer? Yeah, um, and this typically really changes. Like, okay, probably you should like focus on your core job. Yeah, I mean, just because you can test it doesn't mean you're the right person to do uh, that absolutely. one. Absolutely. Because you have like this internal conflict, right? You want to yeah. bring out your you feature, want you want to ship. launch, you yeah. don't want to see you problems, want to you ship. want to like yeah. see the, yeah. the unicorn land like we're, like full of rainbows Earning and money. Yeah. Exactly, <laughs> you know, like you, you want to test yeah. out your feature and want see what's working out. So this is like yeah. this uh, typical conflict. Absolutely, um, yeah. Did you have any other like examples where other people or stakeholders have taken over the QA entirely? I mean, I'm, I'm not against like product manager testing features. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They should be very close to that one. Absolutely. But putting them completely on their, their yeah. shoulders. Yeah. I mean, there are situations where it makes sense mm. in terms of like team sizes. Maybe yeah. we can talk a little bit about your experience there. Yeah. But if the company is a little bit more mature, the teams are bigger, having product managers testing yeah. is yeah. something that's more or less a no-go for me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, it depends on the size of, of the team. Normally, if you are having a startup and you just have a couple of developers, yeah. there's uh, sometimes even not a product management. Oh, oh, okay, but we're not gonna, I'm not in this world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, when do you think is a good timing from your experience to have a QA? A QA. Like, uh, yeah, when do you yeah. say like, okay, come on, guys, yeah. Like, yeah. I can do this in the beginning, but... Um, yeah, yeah it, it depends on a product. If you have a product that is um, IT related, having a web shop, having an app where you have to deal with all the customers by digitalization, and um, then, then it's really important to have a quality assurance manager as soon as possible. So it, it doesn't make sense if you have to deal with two or three developers and you even have not any product managers. But I would say when it comes to maybe the amount of uh, five people in the IT, it gets really interesting, making sure that you have a great product at the end. But it's, it's hard to say that you have to, to stick to, to the number of five developers. Um, I think as we have discussed, a quality assurance manager is really a benefit to making sure that the application is running like expected. 
Mm-hmm. And when you are losing money because the system is not running, um, you are thinking about maybe a quality assurance manager. Mm-hmm. And you can really avoid this situation by supporting the product management at the beginning, supporting mm-hmm. the development, how processes can be changed, that the developers also supporting quality assurance by setting up an integration system, using services. There are tons of services that you can connect to your code repository, like GitHub, GitLab, and so on. Tools like um, checking that uh, a static code analysis, getting metrics of your code, uh, running Selenium tests, browser tests, even headless, um, so you don't have to deal with all the performance issues that you have to run a real browser, and that you are having five different versions of Firefox, uh, five different versions of Chrome, and so on. And there are already solutions for that. But you have someone that is really taking care what should be tested, how things can be involved in the teams, and so on. And this should start as soon as possible. Um, my very simple indicator when I think this is now time to include QA is typically when the product manager is only focusing yeah. on product delivery yeah. and not mm. on product discovery anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Where I say like, okay, come on, it's okay to do both. If yeah. you know, like teams are small, you can yeah. probably two, three, four, five developers. Probably you can handle that depending yeah. on the on of the product. Of course, that, that's firefighting. If, if it's, it's exactly if yeah. you're like ending up in firefighting yeah. and and uh, that, like that's burning totally your product okay. people, yeah. this yeah. is not gonna create good products. And this is if we're not having good products, there's no need for IT and yeah. at least us is like that yeah. one like IT yeah. or QA. Yeah. Um, all right, so um, we've been talking a lot about what happens in the QA departments, what types of tests they run. We've talked about culture and organization, how to run that and how to set it up. We've talked about when to hire a QA person. Let's talk a little bit about the future of QA. I mean, we've seen that there's the quality of the software in terms of like the developer tools Mm -hmm. that helps the developer to create better software has increased a lot. Different metrics, different tools. Yeah, uh, especially also yeah. directly on the development part. So you are using IDEs that are helping out exactly. if the syntax is correct. Continuous integration, linting, like yeah, automated a- execution of tests yeah, and so yeah, on. It's, yeah. it's, uh, so things improve. Performance yeah. budgets where you try to figure out that every department you like, make sure that you don't go over that one. Absolutely. Ideally, you have yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. What? Wh- where do you see the future of QA? I mean, isn't that a trend that makes QA irrelevant o- over time? No, I think um, even well, if, if things yeah. are changing, it, it's not about um, all the services that can be used. It's about having the overview. Um, if you have some some bleaches, like a data is, is lost, or you will find your password on, on a different website because they didn't make sure that everything is encrypted. Uh, so security is super relevant right now. Um, you have different devices. Um, in 2009, there was not any smart speaker. There was not any idea to, yeah. to develop an app for a smart speaker. But we had IE6 and IE7. Yeah, that's, that's, that's true. true. That's yeah, probably yeah, like the one thing that we The edge cases here and there. Yeah. Uh, and you still have uh, the Internet Explorer, of course. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, so you should also check your, your metrics here or your KPIs. Um, but it's not, not, not the same as back in the day. So. <laughs> I, I think, uh, I think uh, things are easier right now yeah. um, to um, get things running. So there are a lot of to- uh, tools that can be used. Um, um, and the developer also took care already about um, how things can be improved directly when it comes to the development. You have pair programming right now, making sure that at least two people are seeing what, what has to be done um, when it comes to the code 
that has to be written. Um, so, th so things changed, um, but I think it is more important than in the past to guarantee that you have a secure system, um, a fast system is more important than before because you have the bandwidth, you have to guarantee mm -hmm. everything is directly there when accessing the, the website. You are losing a lot of customers if you are slow. Um, so things changed, but it's still relevant, I would say. I think so too. I mean, the complexity is probably growing on the customer side yeah. because the expectations are also higher you don't you know like you don't want to yeah. wait anymore you don't want more applications you right have now. more applications yeah, so you have yeah. like your your, your uh, online platform you have yeah. your um, apps all yeah. of them is integrated yeah um a lot of apis that everything speak to is each connected other. yeah yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> it, 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 it is yeah 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 so, so this kind of complexity on the customer yeah. side also increases also i mean like accessibility testing no yeah. one was talking about that one a couple of years yeah. ago yeah and now Developers see this one as a responsibility, and the same responsibility should be felt on the yeah. creative person and yeah, product people to make sure that there's enough contrast here and there. Yeah, true. Like you don't leave it up to the designers to do a design QA and say, "It's like, true." Okay, yeah, so like, yeah, it's it's about the perspective, the point of view, exactly. and uh, yeah. the test manager is normally taking care of um, how customers are seeing the, all this, all these things, and um, with all the experience, um, it is a super important and necessary job. It has to be part of yeah. the company. And I think the other big trend is the um, orchestration of different tools. Yeah. I mean, um, you probably don't need to have all the test devices as hardware in your office. You yeah. know, there's like tools that are going to see. Oh, like yeah. We, we had a lot of smartphones. I mean, then. still, you yeah. should have yeah. some yeah. smartphones there and yeah. test it even True. out of the building, yeah. not with your perfect internet connection. Yeah. Um, but what well, the shitty one or like use your product in the, um, yeah, in the one or something. Mm. But... I think, you know, like having this overview has got, got way more complex. Yeah. Um, keeping that one and balancing this one is like it's more a prioritization and decision-making problem, yeah. a relevance problem rather than to say I'm going to cover everything and yeah. everything's going to be nice True. and perfect. Absolutely, I mean, like, yeah. You can't blame probably a QA person if there's a bug on the platform. Absolutely. It needs to be the entire team yeah. or the entire process that needs to be challenged. Yeah. Winning and losing together, I would say. Yeah, Winning and losing together, yeah. yeah. And um, I mean, for, for me, it's always fun to work with a QA person. I mean, yeah. like such a great um, set of people, at least like the people that I got to know. Absolutely. They have great ideas how things can be done quite easily. And yeah. um, it's, it's, it's super nice. Yeah. It's a good investment, I would say. And it's also getting a good feeling. I mean, like, uh, just imagine the amount of stress that you don't have, like, when you're deploying yeah, It's something. not only like, the one person yeah. that is doing the code and also yeah. deploying everything. I'm going to deploy it. The yeah. second, next yeah. thing is I'm doing is, like, closing my eyes. I need my nothing, helmet. Nothing breaks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I need your helmet. I'm doing a deployment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Florian, maybe uh, a short summary of our talks. What did we learn today? Well, I think uh, hopefully we have learned that uh, quality assurance is a really Im important thing that you have to take care of. Um, you need someone that is really responsible in all the processes that has to be has to be done. Um, it is a culture topic. It's not about just doing the tests. It's about um, getting all these people um, involved in this topic that everyone is sitting in the same boat, um, how requirements can be improved, that the developers already dealing with edge cases and not only the happy path. We have learned that we have a lot of tools um, that can be used. So it's not all about we have to spend a lot of money. Um, they are quite easy to set up. 
and also developers are already having in most cases experience when it comes to these tools yeah and this mindset also has changed it quite has a lot changed you know, like a lot, it, yeah. it started from yeah. you know like test driven development and unit testing and you know yeah First of all, you need to convince people to write unit tests. Nowadays, you say like, oh, I feel ashamed if they have to. Yeah, there's <laughs> no unit test. Yeah. yeah. What's happening? <laughs> yeah, I think um, the accountability of the QA yeah. person is very important for Super me as well. Super important. Um, the whole bandwidth of types of tests is something that I encourage everyone to have a look at. Yeah. Because there is money lying around. Yeah. And just saying, okay, it's only... 3%, 5% of the users that don't use it yeah. might in the first step be a good idea. But if you sum it up, yeah. you know, 5% Samsung users, Android 6. And you can't five, sum up five, everything. Exactly. 5%, yeah, yeah. whatever iPad yeah. users. It starts with 20%, 5%, whatever. 50% yeah, yeah. mobile yeah. users. I, exactly. I've seen all exactly. that, that one. Yeah. Like yeah. in the end, it's going to sum up into yeah. a really relevant target group where probably the additional amount of time that you need to invest in terms of code and development is not mm. that big yeah. um, that it justifies this one. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Thank you very much, Florian. It was a great talk. I had a lot of fun. Pleasure. I hope you enjoyed it. Yeah. Feel free to uh, leave us a note. And so we're happy to get in contact with you. Thank you very much. We hope you enjoyed our podcast. If you did, how about you subscribe on Spotify and or iTunes and give us a rating.